everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. And I am super excited today because I have someone joining me. I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. I absolutely love her jewelry. I want to buy every single thing she makes. And um, she's just a really sweet person. So welcome to the podcast, Kim McCarthy. Hi, thank Kim. you so much. Hi. I'm so Hi. happy to be here with you. And oh, chat. Thank, thank you so much for joining me. So I have, uh, let's see, I kind of met Kim. Uh, it's, been a, it's been over a year ago. I'm trying to remember when. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while on Facebook. And mm-hmm. um, I met her through her light work is it light workers unite what's the name it of your- is light workers unite that's yes. right and by the way we'll have links to everything in the podcast notes but that's um one of kim's facebook groups and yes. um so i met her through i stumbled into that and then i found out that she has an etsy shop and she make i love her pendants um i have several of her pendants i have a pendulum i just love 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 her work and um she just it's just beautiful and I love the choice of crystals and everything so um I just and I love the energy that's infused in them so anyway I bought a piece recently from Kim that I love which I'm wearing by the way you can't see but I yes. have on. yes I love it it's beautiful she actually posted this piece and she sold it and um I was like oh my god I love that so much and she sent me a message and said well I have one more of those stones if you want me to make you one and I'm like yeah I do <laughs> so <laughs> I was really excited to get that but honestly I could buy everything you make I have to like oh, sort of you know you. ration out you yes. know so I don't <laughs> I know what that's like jump you on should see me in the crystal store <laughs> yeah exactly so anyway I'm so excited to have you here so let's just kind of jump into it and let's since we're on the topic of jewelry let's start off with how did you get interested in making jewelry that is a very loaded question I am (laughs) it's very funny because I would say a couple of years ago I was shopping around and I noticed this beautiful wire work it was a tree of life Mm -hmm. and to be honest I hadn't thought about making jewelry up until that point, which is really interesting to me. Um, sort of sort of like an energy match as soon as I saw it, my mm-hmm. I, I fell in love. And mm-hmm. I I looked at it and I said, Boy, I wonder if I could make something like that. And my heart just got just got filled, if that makes sense. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. So I said, Well, how do I do that? And I started exploring the wire mm-hmm. and I got myself some and I made a few friends, the tree of life, but I made it into a pendant. Whereas what I saw was a big piece of decor, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and it just felt right. It just felt like I was doing what I should be doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it made me really happy. And, um, and when I had made those little tree of life pendants, I added just a tiny little stone, at the top sort of to look like a moon Mm -hmm. and I've always loved crystals Mm -hmm. um I've been working with crystals geez probably for about 10 years or so Mm -hmm. um and that's where it all began I love that now your your Etsy your Etsy website and I will put a um, link to that it's 
it's Angelic Horizons. I forget. What's the name again? Yes. Okay. It's Angelic Horizons without a space. That's right. Together. That's right. So I'll, and I'll have a link to that too. Well, I love the tree of life imagery. I mean, I have a, a metal, um, like a tree of life kind of cut out of a piece of metal hanging on my wall. I've just, I love that image so much. And, um, yeah. And I've seen, um, some of your recent pieces where you're incorporating more of that, like wrapped around stone. Yes. Wrapped around the stone. Love that. Love those so much. It's such a, it's definitely one of those images that just draws people. So, um, absolutely. That's a great one to start. And you mentioned crystals, which is another thing I want to talk with you more about today. Because I know you talk about that, you talk about crystals a lot in your, um, that's one of the topics in your Lightworkers Unite, where you, um, the conversation is all about tarot, crystals, energy work, spirits, mm-hmm. like all of that kind of just glorious, juicy, delicious, fun stuff. Yes. Oh, we're we getting the church bells? I have the church bells. I love it. Yay. Is it too loud? Or no, no, no. Okay. I can just okay. hear him in the background. When we, Kim and I were chatting for a while before the podcast started, and then I realized, okay, I guess we need to start the podcast. And um, I can hear those in the background, and it's just a beautiful sound. I have a... It is. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I have a church down the street from me, and I always love when the bells go off. It's just great. I'm sitting right by a little pond with ducks swimming under a weeping willow and there is a cute little meeting house in behind me where the bells go off it's really just such a serene area I love it beautiful beautiful so let's talk let's talk about crystals because that's really one of the things that I I wanted to um uh, talk to you about today because for me so my story is I you know collected rocks when I was a kid and Mm -hmm. um you know, it just was something I was always drawn to rocks. And then when I was around, uh, well, from the ages of 11 to 14, we lived in Germany. My dad worked for the Air Force. And um, so we got to travel to a lot of interesting historical sites. And um, when I was around 12 or so, I uh, visited Dachau, which is a concentration camp in Germany. And it's been preserved as a, as a memorial and as a, um, you know, with a plaque, you know, never forget it's, you know, to, as, as, as physical evidence, you know, that this happened kind of thing. And, um, so when you first get there, you know, there's this kind of big, you know, open area with gravel and it's not pea gravel, it's those larger rocks, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, we, we, you know, I just remember looking at all the rocks and then, you know, we, we kind of take the tour and, you know, we go through the whole thing. And then we were standing outside again in this, you know, kind of open area. And I, I reached down and I picked up one of the rocks and I put it in my pocket and I, um, that visit was just really impactful to me, um, Mm -hmm. for the historical significance, obviously, you know, the horror and the sadness, but also, this like sense of um heroism you know the 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 my mind just imagined like all these acts of love of you know like mothers protecting their children or trying to and people sharing what little they had and then the the you know the release and that was the first time where I remember really like consciously making this connection between like holding this rock holding this this thing and then the like the vibration of where I was at 
you know? Yeah. And that like just sort of changed my sort of thoughts about rocks. I mean, I, you know, I mean, until then I was always interested in them, but I don't think I ever really gave like a, a so much significance to it. And in fact, I still, yeah. And I still have that. I ended up, I have it in a jar with some other rocks and other pieces from places. Yeah. It became this thing where I was, you know, I mean, I didn't vandalize places, but where when possible, (laughs) you know, I collected some little piece of this place. So anyway, um, so that was just, that was in the seventies and I didn't know about crystals and vibrations and all that kind of stuff. And then as I got older, you know, um, it became something that, you know, interested me, but I'll be honest, my, my sort of active pursuit of that goes up and down Mm -hmm. over the years. And in the last several months or year or so, I've been like really re-engaged again with, um, more, I, I always had, I've always had rocks and crystals like around my house, but becoming much more mindful about that and what I place where and stuff like that. So one day when I was, um, messaging you about a piece of jewelry that's when it hit me oh my god we need to do a podcast and talk about this <laughs> yeah so that's really yes. was like oh my gosh so I really want to hear from you about what got you into crystals and how you work with them and just just share some of your experience and what you love about crystals you know like you when I was really young I was just so drawn to rocks and nature um, creating. I mean, I used to carve soap as a kid. (laughs) I would grab my bar of soap and I would be carving something creative. So I'm always having to use my hands. But aside from that, when it comes to rocks, uh, we had this, I was probably about eight years old and we had this really cool river in the backyard and it was my place to go. You know, Mm -hmm. my brother and I, we would go back there and he would do his looking for, I think it's crayfish or crawfish. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would be in the river looking and hoping I would find gold. I never did, but (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. Um, But I just love my rocks. I would collect them just like you. Um, And I never really knew why, you know, I just thought they were really cool and I just felt naturally drawn to them. So as I got older and the internet became a thing, Mm -hmm. I realized that there are such beautiful crystals out there that you could actually have and I just felt once again drawn to them never really knew why um and I would place them around my house and in my little bookshelves because I loved just how they felt and um you know it's it's funny because in the past the past couple of years as I've been making jewelry for them or with not for them it's funny how I just said that Mm -hmm. with them um I've been looking up the properties Mm -hmm. and the healing benefits and Mm -hmm. how they can help release blockages and align your chakras and Mm -hmm. um help with anxiety etc etc and I've connected how they've helped me along the way up into this point Mm so I, on a personal level, I do have anxiety. I suffer from anxiety. Mm -hmm. And probably for about, I would say a couple months ago, I decided to take a month off from making jewelry. I needed to refocus and blueprint where I wanted to move forward with, right? Mm -hmm. So during that time, I did not realize it, but 
the stones this entire past couple of years have been helping me energetically. Mm-hmm. And I, my anxiety had been triggered more from not working with them. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I started working with them again after I took my break and I felt completely at peace. I mm-hmm. felt total Zen, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said to myself, I get it. You know, when you get something, Mm -hmm. you understand something, but until you actually really experience it, Mm -hmm. you go, oh, okay. So in that moment, that aha moment, once I felt at peace again, I said, wow, I didn't realize how much they were helping me as an individual until I start, until I put them away and brought them back. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it was a really incredible experience because I always knew, I always believed, um, but to experience it was just so wonderful. I, I, I love it. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I think, you know, there's so many things that we learn, you know, with our heads, but then we learn, you know, we learn more layers of it as we experience what we learn and what we know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and it's interesting. I didn't realize that you took the break, but I did. Uh, I think I remarked to you about, uh, I don't know, it was a week or two ago that um, I just felt like there was this big shift in the pieces that you were putting yeah. out. Yeah. And so I wondered, I was also kind of curious, like, what, I wonder what's going on with her? Because, I mean, I've always loved your pieces. It wasn't like, you know, I didn't like them before and I liked them now, but there was yeah. just something more like, wow about them you know yes during that time I did a lot of um (sighs) yes you can say shifting Mm -hmm. and I have been doing my homework with sort of fine-tuning my skill Mm -hmm. and I wanted to move forward at a different level Mm -hmm. if that makes sense absolutely Um, And, and and we do you know I think we um you know so many things in our lives so many areas in our lives where we're growing and changing um some you know sometimes it's it's very incremental and we just sort of notice the change and then sometimes it happens in a shift and um it's it's one of those moments where you don't really sometimes realize that you're shifting until or changing right. and then you're like oh I guess I did you know and then yeah. you sort of like realize wow oh, because you're not sometimes at least for me sometimes I'm aware of the change happening and then sometimes it's like I'll realize oh wow I've changed like you know either mm-hmm. I've made a you know a growth in an area or I've let go of something or whatever and you just you have that moment of realization that's um very exciting and it's something that absolutely that's been a driver in my life and you know no matter how old I get I think that's still something that I um um, that energizes me when the, the moment of inspiration, the moment of yes. acknowledgement, I get like such a buzz off of that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's great. Well, I mentioned, you know, that I also have a pendulum from you. So I have pendants, um, cause I love to wear crystals. I've worn, um, rings back when I was a kid, I saw this, I, my birthday's in February. So, um, I've had an, I've worn an amethyst ring since I was a kid. My mom gave me my first amethyst ring when I was like maybe seven or something. And Uh then when I was, um, around 12 or so, somewhere around there, 
I saw this 11 or 12, 13, whatever. I saw 13. It was my third. Yeah, I think it was when I was 13. Anyway, I saw this amethyst ring that I fell in love with. And one of my brothers, I can't believe that he bought this for me, but he had saved up his money and he gave it to me for Christmas. And I Aww. wore that every day for like many so decades special. until I finally had to have it like um, enlarged a little bit and repaired. And I will yeah. never forget taking it into the jewelers and, uh, she showed me a ring that I could get that would be brand new. And she said, you know, rather than like spend all this money. And I said, no, you don't understand. I need to keep that ring. And she's like, okay, no problem. So, um, I, but I have, I've always worn amethyst. I love purple. It's my birthday stone. And so, um, I my love, daughter too. yeah, so I love, I love wearing crystals, but I also, um, love kind of, um, you know, playing with them and one of the ways is to use a pendulum and I actually have one of your pendulums so I'd love for yeah. you to talk for a few minutes explain to people like what is a pendulum and what what kind of things can you do with it oh well there there's a few things that you can do with it probably even more than I am aware of because well that's goes okay on on. absolutely but, but um, you know share what you do and, and yeah. yes absolutely so a pendulum is a divination tool, or it could be used as a energy healing tool as well. Um, I personally use the pendulum to, I use it for energy with Reiki. Mm -hmm. um, when I, when I do Reiki, let's say on my husband, I will use it to go over his different areas of, of chakras. And um, when it's not spinning, because it will spin on its own. Mm -hmm. When it's not spinning, it tells me that the chakra is blocked or it needs work. Mm -hmm. um, so I will work specifically on that area. Um, another way that you can use the pendulum is as a divination tool. Uh, you can ask different questions like finding maybe a lost object perhaps. And it will spin one way as yes or no the other way as no um yeah but that's basically what i use the pendulums for i love and, that well yeah one of the things i will share with people if you don't have a pendulum um but you're kind of intrigued by the whole like yes no and stuff here's something that you can do and and i love pendulums so i you know when you yeah. feel drawn to one get one but here's just another fun little thing you can try so light a candle and then what you do is just kind of, you know, kind of clear your head and choose either yes or no, but focus on one of those first and watch the flame and then kind of clear your head and then focus on I the other to one. Try that. Yes, do it. And it's <laughs> funny because normally what happens with me is the yes will like the flame will shoot up, you know, but wow. it, but it, it'll, it'll, every time I do it, it can be different. Sometimes it'll be like, it'll flicker more sideways or whatever. But anyway, mm -hmm. the flame will flicker one way for yes and one way for no. And, and to establish that you just kind of clear your head and then focus on one and then pause and then do the other. And you'll notice how the flame looks. And then you can ask your questions and cause really all of these things, like you said, they're all, um, they're all tools. So whether it's right. using cards or a pendulum or a flame, your just own intuition. The nice thing about using one of these external tools is sometimes it can be a way to kind of validate what your, the, the message or what you 
you know, our, our feelings right. inside. So if you're wondering, well, am I just having this conversation with myself or is this my wishful thinking or whatever? It can yep. help you refine your intuition so that just as you are kind of, um, uh, you know, getting the yes or no from the flame and you're noticing, okay, which flicker is yes and which is no, then you also learn to do that with your own intuition. You know, you kind of learn, okay, which, yeah. what, what are the, what are the messages where that I'm getting from my own emotions? And then what are the messages that I'm getting from my higher self, whether you want to call it spirit, intuition, God, whatever universe, you know, whatever, whatever your source is. Yeah. Whatever your, how are you label your source? But, um, right. you know, and so what I found is that these, the tools really help hone that in, that, um, intuition, because it's all about discerning, um, which are the emotion back messages and which are the, no, okay, this is my, I'm intuiting this. And, um, so that's something, you know, if you don't have a pendulum, if you have a candle, you know, light a candle and just give that a try. That sounds like fun. I'm going to try that. It is. And it's a really fun, <laughs> easy thing to, to teach people. And, people are always like kind of blown away when they do it, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I don't want to call it like, listening yeah, I don't, how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to call it like a party trick, but you know, yeah. it's something that you can easily like, just when you feel the moment is right and kind of, you know, show somebody when there's, if there's a lit candle and um, mm -hmm. it's also kind of cool to do it in church. You know, I, I don't go to church. I was raised Catholic. And so mm -hmm. I went to church like 10 million times growing up. Yes. Um, so, um, <laughs> I know I, what that's like. I was too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't really go to church, but, um, I didn't have, I had positive experiences with church. So it isn't like I'm repelled by church. You know, I mm -hmm. choose not to go for a variety of reasons, but I still have a lot of positive associations with, um, being in a church and a church. Um, yeah. and so that's one of the things sometimes that I'll even do because there's, you know, always candles, um, in a church, but I'll do it sometimes where I'm just someplace public and there's a candle, um, as well as, you know, doing it at home. And it's just kind of one of those. And know. you know what you, what you, anybody that doesn't have a pendulum and let's say you wanted to go into a store and just check them out. What's really interesting, which blew me away the, when I first started getting into pendulums before I started making them, is when you look at them all lined up, because generally the stores will have them hanging, hanging there displayed for you to see. When you look at them, usually a couple will be moving when you walk up to them. They'll be oh, moving yeah. in a circle, moving, moving, moving. Why? Because they're attracted to your energy. They vibe mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. So... That's that's a really cool way to pick out a pendulum if you don't have one that is uh, customized. Let's let's say if I made a pendulum for somebody, mm -hmm. um, it's a really interesting thing to do. And even if you just go in to see, it's pretty cool. That is very cool. That is a great point. And you know yeah. that also is um, one of the things too when people that are sort of um, intrigued by rocks and crystals and they want to know, well, how do I know which ones to buy or what should yes. I do? It's you, a common question. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Cause one of the things, you know, when, if you have access to a place offline where you can shop, whether it's mm -hmm. at a, an expo fair or shop or whatever is you just pick what you find beautiful yes. and what you're drawn to. And if you can pick it up 
how it feels when you hold it. Like that's it's all you need to know to start. Thing to do. Yeah. Yes. It's. I try to make it, and it's funny because people will ask me, "Well, how how do I know which stone to pick?" And if you're new to it, especially, and I I say sometimes I wish I had a, a more difficult way to do it, but honestly, it's ex- use your intuition mm-hmm. when you see the stone. You're going to know you love it. Just like just like anything else that you see and you're like, oh, I love that. I need that. That's exactly what will happen. That's right. And I also believe there's no wrong choice. So yeah. it's kind of like, okay, there's these, uh, you know, here's a, uh, you know, a basket of rose quartz, chunks of raw rose quartz. And they're all beautiful. And you think, which one mm-hmm. do I take? You know what? If you don't feel drawn to anyone in particular, it's okay to just pick one. Like, right. like it, it doesn't <laughs> it's have to benefit you anyhow. That's it's definitely that's exactly right. And sometimes, you know, um, like I have one uh, chunk that's right here by my computer. And the thing I love about it is the way um, when I sort of make like a fist around it, you know, like holding it in my mm-hmm. hand, it just like fits my hand. It's well, like there's yeah. something about it that just fits my hand the way my you know thumb rests on it the way the fingers wrap and I'm like yeah it's just like the perfect size for my hand now you know but that would be but that chunk would work great for anybody you know and mm-hmm. and, and any other chunk would work there so I, I think that's great to make the point you know don't get hung up on thinking right I absolutely have to make the or and also too you don't have to fully understand what a crystal does if you if you love it get it and then you'll exactly. you'll find that you'll you'll read about them and what will typically happen is you find a crystal or a little stone a gemstone whatever and you really want it and you get it and then you find out what it means and then you're like oh my god that's why i liked it yes yes <laughs> it happens every time and it's right. so amazing to watch it's yes. so amazing to hear and when i have clients that say oh that's why i was drawn right. to that and i said yeah, see, that's it's as easy as that. You see something, that's right. it draws your attention, and then find out why later. That's but either way, either way, it's going to help you, yes. even if you don't know why. Yes, and the other thing, too, is, you know, um, there are one, one, one of the great things about, you know, gems and crystals and stuff is there's such a wide range of uh, price points. So, for example, you can get, you know, a little uh, uh, stone for like 80 cents or a dollar or five dollars, or you can pay hundreds of dollars. So it isn't something where you have to invest a lot of money. But one of the things that's interesting, you know, when you find yourself really drawn to something and it's, it's expensive, like you think it's, you know, okay, this is out of my price range. Then what I tell people is, Okay, well, research, you know, do a little bit of reading, find out what what the deal is with that, you know, um, crystal that you're into and then and get the information and then use that. Like, you know, it doesn't don't get caught up in thinking, well, unless I acquire that, I won't be able to bring that kind of healing into my life. You know, you're getting you're still getting that message. I mean, yes, it would be cool to buy that two hundred and fifty dollar gorgeous you know, cluster, but that may not be in your budget or, yeah. uh, and also too, sometimes like it gets ridiculous because when you start buying them, it becomes like potato chips. You can't have just one, two or three, you know, you just, <laughs> you know, and so I know exactly what that's about. Yeah. So you reach a point where it's like, okay, how many rocks can I have sitting around my house? So yeah. it's okay. You know, but sometimes just look at the messages. Cause I find that I'll go through periods where that's I'm a great dra- point. I'm drawn yeah. to like a particular crystal, like often. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to keep buying the same thing. 
you know, constantly, but what it, what is it that I'm needing, you know, and, and, uh-huh. and get that insight from that. So even if it's not something that you buy, just looking at what draws you can be really informative. That's a really great point. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything like, um, you're currently drawn to, like, is there something you find yourself? Wow. I keep, I keep working with this. I keep, uh, making pieces with this, or I keep buying Labradite. I was, I wondered about that. Cause I saw a bunch of your Labradite stuff recently. Yes. I, I love it too. It. And that tells, you know, it's really funny too. Besides what I'm drawn to, I have found in the last few weeks that when I go to the store, I've been intuitively picking something up for someone else that mm-hmm. I'm unaware of. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I'm almost done making it, someone will message me and say, that's what I've been looking for. And I'm like, well, <laughs> spirit energy never fails. Yeah. But, I saw those yeah. uh, four Labradite stones that you posted. I think it was um, yeah. recently. And I was Weren't like, they oh, gorgeous? oh, so gorgeous. And I'm like, Stunning. oh my God, she's going to make beautiful pieces with those. Yes. And I have yeah. finally finished up my fourth piece. Okay. So they are all gone. They have, they have um made their way to the world that's fantastic i am gonna go pick up some more but i have been so so drawn to that stone it is Mm -hmm. it's it's, to me it's a magical stone it is is. i mean it's got the magical vibe to it and but it's also got that protection vibe to it too Mm -hmm. because um that's important especially to very sensitive people Mm -hmm. um empaths Mm -hmm. psychic mediumship if you're very sensitive it's a great stone for you for the reason that it's going to help enhance your clairs, but it's also going to help protect your energy as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, it's all in one. I guess yeah, you say. totally. And it's got those gorgeous colors. Like it has blue yeah. is sort of the dominant color, but it's a really like, it's a hard blue to describe. I mean, it's just so, um, it's, it's bright and it's, mm-hmm. um, and the flash, it has like gold in it. And yes. Yes, I always handpick all of my stones, um, which I'm fortunate enough to do so, or I don't have to get them online so I can see them in person and make sure that they're as gorgeous as I want them to be yeah. or feel as great as I want them to feel, you know? Yeah, that's one thing I miss. We used to have a lot more um, uh, places near where I live to be able to shop in person and not so much anymore. Um, yeah. I'm not sure why, but, um, I miss, I miss that fact. There used to be this, my favorite shop was just, I mean, like not even a couple miles from me, um, uh, back in the day. And, uh, I miss, I miss being able to easily go in and see it. So I buy, um, I still am able to buy occasionally to buy a piece in person. Um, but I find though, you know, for folks that don't have a place, you know, on, you know, offline and they're buying online. I've always been satisfied with the purchases I've made because again, it's about what you're drawn to and think about energy isn't bound by, um, physical constraint. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just because you're not in the presence of the stone doesn't mean that you're not able to, you know, connect with what you need. So I, I definitely buy, um, online often and, um, most of the jewelry pieces that I bought in the last year have all been online and I've been thrilled with every single one. So, 
you know, it's definitely a very viable thing to do, but it is wonderful. I went to a mind, body, spirit expo just a couple of weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. about an hour or so away from me. And, oh my gosh, I mean, I, I had intentions of possibly going into some of the, um, uh, you know, workshops that were going on, but I spent the whole day in the vendor's room because I just like, uh, I love being, I, you know, just love being able to see everything and look at it and take it in. And, you know, it's such yeah. a gift. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I bought stones offline and I, I would continue to do so, but I just feel really fortunate to have it right next door to me. So. Absolutely. And so when you can, nice. I mean, I think that's definitely, you know, the, the first choice, but you know, if you yeah. live somewhere where that's just not an option for you, um, oh, yeah. don't let, you know, don't, don't be held back. I mean, you know, no, it's, no, I think you'll be really happy. Um, and Etsy is a really great, um, source. So, yes. um, and you can connect with the, the seller, you know, you can message the seller if you have questions and, and, um, I've, I've had such great results with all my Etsy purchases. So one of the things I, I wanted to talk to you about is you posted something, uh, within the last month where you were contemplating creating a jewelry making class. Um, so is that something you're still thinking about? Yes, it is. It's something that is in the works at the moment. Um, okay. just a, a base, a couple of basic classes we're going to start with and um hoping to push forward sometime during the winter okay uh, I mean I remember when I first started wire wrapping how difficult it was to know what I needed to begin mm-hmm. to know what tools I needed what kind of wire mm-hmm. how big mm-hmm. etc cetera, etc cetera. and I want to be able to provide that to my creative friends and mm-hmm new students so that they are able to have the tools and beginning necessities that they need so they can create and channel whatever that is that they want to make. I think that's fantastic because a lot of times it's just, how do I get started? You know, exactly. And I think that'd be wonderful. I also feel like not only would it be great for us and I will definitely take the class because I think that would be fun. But, um, I also think for you, you know, I found that, Whenever I teach something, it always like just, you know, elevates it with me. Like I always like go to another level when I'm teaching, it brings out something in my own experience. So I will be so curious to see how the process of teaching the class then gets reflected in your own work, you know, because I think so too. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I I love that. I love that. So I am working on it. I'm putting it together. Um, at the moment, I like to go slowly mm-hmm. and have it done the right way. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing that. That's great. And what I'm going to do in the notes, um, you know, so, uh, just a reminder, I'm talking to Kim McCarthy and Kim, um, has, you know, she's got, she's on Facebook and she also has, um, two groups, her, uh, light workers unite. And then also, um, and she's got her and um, art and soul art and soul. That's it. Yeah. So she's got her page for her jewelry. Then she's got the group for the, uh, you know, kind of the community for, for, uh, sort of a metaphysical community and then the yes. art and soul community, which is a group of other artisans. And you want to just tell, t- tell people a little bit about that group. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Well, I'm going to start with just talking about light workers unite real quick is that, um, 
this group is, is sort of a sister group from Lightworkers Unite. My good friends, uh, Chanel Cleveland and Liz Brown, uh, we all sort of got together and decided that it would be really nice if we had a separate group, but sort of intertwined. Um, and where we can display our art mm -hmm. and also leave it open to metaphysical things like um, energy healing, right? Mm -hmm. So we developed the art in soul, and we currently have about four sellers in the group. Um, it's mostly crystal-related jewelry, paintings, uh, meditation tools. Like my friend Chanel, she makes these awesome crystal bowls where she infuses them with uh, energy and, and intention. I love that. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, and a big part of this group is that we, we want it to be we want it to be right. I know that that's such a basic thing to say, but we want it to be, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but scratch that out for me. That's okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what I'm looking no, for. No, that's that okay. Word. No, I think, you know what, it, what I hear when you're talking is you guys really want to get clear about your intentions. You, you know, yes. you have a clear intentions for the group and wanting to, you know, put... we want it to be really quality and mm -hmm. we want it to, we, we want to show, I don't know, you, you probably. No, 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 sir. I think, you know, I think the reason why the, the sense I get when you're grappling for the words is that it's really just about your clear intention, you know? So yeah. you want it to be just a pure, clear expression of, of the work that you do. You know, the, the, you know, art is such a way to express you know, feeling and emotion and, yes. and our aspirations. And, you know, when sometimes when we do things for other people, it, it's great to, to create something for someone, but if we get too caught up in trying to do what they want, we lose sight of yes. our own. And, and so I think there's artists kind of go through this phase where they have to sort of find, okay, Yes, I want to do things that, that other people will want because if I'm going to sell them, but I also have to serve my spirit, you know, yes. because if I get caught up trying to make something I think other people will want, then it ends up being, I'm not happy with it and nobody really wants it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I, I feel like what, yeah, what you guys are doing is trying to find way, you know, you want to offer things to the world that they'll want, but it needs to be your own pure, clear right. intention. We take our art um, and we, we just take it so spiritually and mm -hmm. in our soul that we really just want it to be, we want it to be right for well, everybody. That's, and that's the name, Art and Soul. I mean, that, yeah. I think that really, you know, that really says it all. So I think that's great. And I love that you spun off um, the, the group like that because I think it's great to just have a place where you can post all these things, where you can post what's available and, um, and not have it, I don't want to say cluttered up, but you know, right. the, the way Facebook works, I, you know, I've been around for a long time. So I'm, I lived a lot of my life before the internet and I really got into discussion forums in the nineties as the internet was coming along. And I, I okay. love the format of a discussion forum. And the thing I don't like about Facebook groups is it's just sort of this like running 
chat kind of thing. And it can be harder to sort of share things or have any kind of like ongoing sort of discussion. So I think what's great is by having the art and soul group, you know, you can post the post your pieces and then not have it get overrun by five different memes that other people are posting or other questions. And so I think it was great to kind of separate them out. Yeah. And, um, we, I mean, the admins, myself, Chanel and Liz, we all plan on bringing on more sellers too. Um, as time goes on, it's just, we want to build our group a little bigger first and 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 start taking applications for people. Yeah. And whether you do or not, I mean, it's, there's no, there's no hurry or or no need to, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a way for you guys to showcase your pieces and that's, you know, I think that's great. And you may find that, you know, you only want to have so many people posting because then it all gets diluted and then, you know, yeah. it's hardly seen. So, um, yeah, we're in no rush to make that move whatsoever, but it, it is something that, uh, we're open-minded to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, sure. And also you're on, you mentioned Instagram and I think, uh, is it angelic horizons horizons on Instagram also? That's yes. right. So, yeah. And I love, um, Instagram is such a great way. I've discovered, um, a lot of fantastic um artists and sellers on Instagram because you get to see their work and I also love when people post their sort of behind the scenes stuff you know yes whether, I love doing that yeah <laughs> so I think that's that's really fun I I yeah. watch stories and um I love seeing you know the scoop on how they make things and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um I I love Instagram in fact I kind of love Instagram more than Facebook. I'm, I'm not, uh, Facebook is really helpful in some ways, but yeah, um, they're so different though, aren't they? They are. And, um, I, I definitely, um, kind of have, a uh, if I could only choose one, you know, I think I sort of have a preference for, um, Instagram. I do have yeah. multiple Instagram accounts for different pages I have. And then the pay, the account though, for me, that's the most active is my cat account. <laughs> so I have uh, an Instagram that's, um, uh, it's, it's as if I have two cats, Zara and Safari, and it's Zara's Instagram account. So the Whoa. captions are all in her voice. They're her comments, you know, and <laughs> that's, that's actually, awesome. yeah. And that's actually the Instagram that is, has the most engagement, the most followers. And then I, I post it every single day. So <laughs> I, you know, there's no, um, it's not something that I do for any kind of I business reason. It's just my, you know, it's, it's just a way to share my, uh, obsession with my, my cat. So yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, wonderful. Yeah, it is. But I, I love the, I love the communities that build in Instagram. It's a different vibe than Facebook. And definitely um, I, um, so I, and I think part of it too, is it becomes, um, because you don't see all the other people's feeds and everything like you do on Facebook when you, you know, you're just seeing like that feed and that when you're looking you know, like at that account or whatever, it definitely has the communities just feel more focused or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's more visual for sure. Oh yeah, definitely more visual. And I, I love that. Well, Kim, this has been so fun. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Um, so I'm going to post a link so people can find you on Instagram and Etsy as well as on Facebook. And, uh, you know, for anybody that has any kind of interest in anything metaphysical, you know, whether it's, um, 
tarot, astrology, numerology, crystals, palm, palmistry, um, psychometry, uh, mediumship, anything. There's somebody in that group that's also interested in the same thing. So it's mm-hmm. a fun group to go and just kind of visit and, and ask you. a question or share an observation or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, well, thank you for creating it. And thank you for joining me today. I really thank appreciate you. it. All right. Yeah. Have, a, have a beautiful day. You too. Bye. Bye.